welcome to the Franchise Tag Podcast with myself, your host, Freddie Hall. Don't worry, it's not a bad day out in Benidorm with all this chest air knocking about tonight. Me and Johnny have gone conservative, but Sky and Adam, they have a, they've been kissed by the sun. And suddenly it's like Tony Montana, Ace Ventura out here. What's going on? I mean, that, that, that shirt, Adam, is pretty noisy. I love it myself. I'm all back in it. I mean, you look like you, look like you and Aaron Rodgers could walk out onto, onto <laughs> MetLife Field together. Yeah, I just need the moustache and I'll be there. That's it. So I haven't got it. You've got that. So you know. But if I if I had that, me and me and A Rod would be loving life together. Well, it won't be A Rod loving life in Green Bay this year. It'll be in the New York Jets, and it'll be Sky loving the Patriots as well, and me loving my Pittsburgh Steelers. But here at the Franchise Tag Podcast, it's the start of the 2023 season. We are just days, hours, minutes away before we kick off the Detroit Lions at the Kansas City Chiefs. Probably kicking off at God knows what time. It'll be 20 past one in the morning, Thursday to Friday, for all them Chiefs and Lions fans out there. I hope you've booked Friday off. I certainly haven't, so I'll be watching the highlights on the tube the next day in the comfort of the warm, bustling, busy tube. I should be watching that. Not with a beer or any snacks. Anyway, we're uh, Sky, uh, Sky with us, Johnny, as usual. Adam is uh, a franchise tag royalty at this point. He's joining us this evening. Might not be a weekly thing, but we'll definitely be able to see him on the betting show and on the franchise tag fantasy show as well. But it's coming up for you weekly this season. It's going to be a long season. It's going to be a good season. It's going to be a fun season. We hope to make many friends, to make many memories and to have a fantastic time while we're at it. We're going to go through all the games tonight. It's not what we're going to do every week, but... This is going to be the aspect of this week because, you know, we, we're just waiting now. We're just waiting for it to start. So straight away, we're going to kick off with the six o'clock game. It's going to fire straight over to Sky. And uh, in fact, no, we're not. We're going to start on the Friday. Obviously, the Lions-Chiefs game. I completely forgot about that. One of the Lions-Chiefs fans out there nearly wept a tear because they would not be able to see, you know, see us talking about Jared Goff and Patrick Mahomes. A matchup made in heaven, some may say, Sky. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, obviously, the Lions are... Being touted as the favourites to win the North, um, potential dark horse. Adam's laughing already uh, about it. <laughs> I can see him. Um, I, obviously, they've to, to go on the run they they did last season towards the end. I think what they finished uh, eight and two at the end of the year is obviously um, a lot of a lot of good pieces there. Drafted Gibbs. I mean, maybe beating the, the Chiefs week one is a, a step too far, but I think it'll be a closer game than than people anticipate. Probably high scoring. I wouldn't be surprised if. It's even a game where the Chiefs win it late, maybe like a 30-24 or a 27-24. Like, I think it could be a close, exciting, high-scoring game. Um, but let, let's see. Could be very close indeed. I mean, if you're going to play the big teams, play them early. That's why I always say you want to play the big teams early, get them out of the way with lines. are going to have a, a tough schedule this year. The Chiefs obviously have got one aim in their mind, and that is to win back-to-back Super Bowls. It is certainly a real tasty matchup to kick off the season. And then we'll move on to the Sunday 6 o'clock games. Um, well, Johnny, I'm sorry to hand the... the, the well, the, I suppose this is not a very nice baton to a, a quite slimy nasty, uninteresting baton to give you. But uh, the Carolina Panthers against the Atlanta Falcons, I mean, we were a little bit mean about the NFC South on the division review. However, you two gave positivity. There was a lot of positive vibes in, your, in, in, in when we talked about it. Is this a game that is going to be must-watch TV or is this going to be a red zone, keep your eye on it because you've got fantasy guys involved? <laughs> no, I, th- I think there are a, a, a number of under-the-radar under games and we've talked about, like you mentioned, the, the quality that, might not necessarily be there on paper in the NFC South, but I think, as you, as you mentioned, we we're, we try to be as positive as we can be about the teams. I certainly was quite positive about the the Falcons, particularly with 
um, you know, the the roster building that they're sort of going through. And we know how big names they, they, they've selected early in the draft over the last couple of years and how excited those players are, particularly Bajan Robinson this year. I'm so looking forward to, to, to seeing what he can do uh, on an NFL field. We've seen, you know, his skill set uh, in pre-season and undoubtedly he's already the, um, you know, the the, the key man for, for the Falcons. So, <clears throat> excuse me, I think, you know, it's obviously two teams who are coming with, you know, a bit of a point to prove, obviously, Bryce Young coming in, it's so hard for a, you know, a, a rookie quarterback, you know, regardless of whether you're a, a superstar to, to, to win straight away. Uh, and I think that could be the, the potential di- difference. I'm not saying that Desmond Ritter is, is a better player. I don't think that at all. Um, but I think that sort of experience at a quarterback could, could um, you know, make this um, match up, particularly as it's, you know, the first game of Young's career, um, side the way of the Falcons. So I'll be, yeah, I'll be edging towards the, uh, the home team on this one. Yeah, I think it's an interesting matchup seeing Bryce Young and B. John Robinson both come to the field for the first time in their NFL career. And we're hoping for both of them have a long, real successful uh, career as well. Apologies if there is any background noise. Fred again is playing at Ali Pali tonight. It sounds like the hordes of people are coming <laughs> here to see Fred again. Not myself. I won't be dual processing. I won't be uh, heading up there myself. But um, Adam, it seems you haven't been on this show for so long. I'm going to give you like. The, the exciting band, I'm going to give you a, a chance to berate my team, which I know you love doing. Um, and I'm going to talk about the, the 49ers going to the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, it's it's the game I want to watch. I certainly am going to have to pay £11 to get a day pass to watch it. It's blacked out on the zone, which is obviously the first thing I want to spend money on this season in regards to NFL. Um, it, it's an eagerly anticipated match of 49ers, uh, in some people's mind, a Super Bowl favourite. Steelers, a lot of question marks over them and Kenny Pickett. What what do you think we can see in this first game? I genuinely thought you were going to give me the Cardinals commanders then and you were taking the piss. <laughs> um, yeah, 49ers, Steelers. I think you'll do okay. I, I think you've got a decent chance in this game. I'm not completely sold on the 49ers uh, this season. I, I think they're getting, uh, they're getting a bit older. Everything goes through CMC. Um, Kittle gets injured all the time. Debo gets injured all the time. Everyone gets injured all the time. That, that Brock Purdy's not going to survive the season, is he? No quarterback ever survives the season in uh, in Forty Nine er land. So, I think that they're probably. I think they're they're going to struggle for that division this year. Um, and I think you guys are looking good. I think you you've got to expect Pickett to uh, progress a little bit more, and I, I'd be surprised if he didn't. You've got some good receivers in Deontay Johnson and George Pickens. I'm very much on on your side, and uh, I uh, I think you'll win this one at home. You're, you're going to have a winning record. It, it happens all the time, so it's uh, it's never going to stop, is it? So yeah, I, I think this one I could see you getting it. Just remember that all, that all you haters out there last year when you said we weren't going to go 500, we have done. Mike Tomlin's never gone under it. Just remember that. Just remember that when you watch this game because I have I remembered it and I remembered it all the way through the season. I was about to say, well, if Brock Purdy goes down, it's going to be really exciting because maybe we get to see a Trey Lance. But obviously, that's not going to happen anymore with his trade to, to Dallas Cowboys. And I just thought, well, who is behind him? And yeah, who can't get excited about Sam Darnold being the quarterback with the turn up? I mean, 
Johnny, you must be pretty rooting in your mind to see him take the field again. Everyone's everyone's going to see what he can do with a proper O line. (laughs) (laughs) With a proper O line and a proper running back, proper wide receivers, a proper tight end, even though he's been given a lot of opportunities with them starting players in a lot of places. Um, I I will hand the baton back on to Sky as we go over to uh, the Steelers' divisional rivals in the FC North, the Baltimore Ravens, who are hosting the Houston Texans interesting matchup this one um again for Texans it's a play big teams early but are we sure Ravens are a big team at the minute I mean I think there's a there's it have every team in the league at the minute I'd say the biggest question mark is over the Ravens well, there, was a lot of, there was a lot of side smiles, so clearly there is an opinion here of uh, I don't what we need to know about. <laughs> I've had a long day at work, but I'm hearing Steelers to beat 49ers. Everyone's going to get injured. The Ravens are not a big team. I don't know what, <laughs> what is happening <laughs> today. I think the, the question mark, I guess, around the Ravens has just been that Lamar Jackson has only started 12 games in the last two seasons. And I know it's easy to make excuses about injuries, etc. But if the Ravens are healthy this season you would expect them to be strong and push the Bengals close because they finally obviously have their new offensive coordinator. They're going to open the playbook up. They've got Zay Flowers, Odell Beckham, Aglahor. Can Andrews stay healthy? And I think people don't talk about enough um, with the offense that if they air it out more, that takes the pressure off of the run game. They always talk about this Ravens run committee that they have with their running backs, but passing it more will take the pressure off of Dobbins. He can get healthy and look good to the later part of the season. And as much as I've talked to the Texans up when we tried really hard to, you know, make the uh, South exciting. Um, and I like DeMarco Ryans. It's a new look Houston. I think going into next year with some more draft capital, they could have a good 2024. The Ravens are going to win week one. Um, I mean, if, if Adam's sounding that confident about the Steelers beating the 49ers, I'm saying 99% surely the Ravens are going to beat the, the Texans. But week one, as you said, you you anything can happen. I'll probably get egg on my face after saying that, but no, I'm pretty confident in the Ravens. To be fair, Sky, there's some of the things you have said in a few shows. There's a carton of eggs that potentially by the end of the season could could spill into your lap. You've had some bold claims at times. Um, Johnny, we're back on to you. Uh, it seems I gave you a bit of a bad matchup. To, I'll, 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 I'll redeem myself. Uh, we've got the Cincinnati Bengals going to the Cleveland Browns. Um, Again, Bengals, team that are people attacking to go to the Super Bowl this year. The Browns, again, with that question mark in a way, but I wouldn't say the Ravens is more so. Um, this is really a great competition to start the season for the Bengals and Browns to sort of gauge where they're both at because these, I think the Browns have potential with some of their names on paper to be very good, but the Bengals have maintained how well they've been doing it and the Burroughs production year on year has just grown and grown, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think... Um... This, well, I'm trying to think of storylines for week one because week one's not going to be boring. And like Adams mm. picked the, the Steelers to upset the 49ers. I can see I can see the Browns having the uh, the Bengals number, you know, again and, and, and causing another bit of an upset here. I think obviously they've, they've dominated their divisional rivals for the last couple of years. And I think, you know, while we've heard positive news this week, there's been a lot of uncertainty around Joe Burrow's status, um, whether he's, you know, going to be fit enough to play. Um, I, you know, I fully expect him to, to play in that game. It's just, you know, what sort of level we know what injuries can do to quarterback play, quarterbacks who, you know, try and play on. And, and obviously, you know, sometimes it doesn't work out. But uh, I think for the Browns, they're expecting to be 
a lot more competitive with with Deshaun Watson starting, you know, a, a full season. The, the obviously the negative noise around him has you know waned. It's obviously still there, it's still lingering. But I think there's you know a bit more of an expectation that the Browns will do well um, this year. I'm looking forward to seeing how you know Elijah Moore at the Jets. I, I was quite annoyed when the Jets let him go. I thought he's a really good player, and you know a lot of things are expected of, of him this year. So. Amari Cooper, um, um, Elijah Moore, I've just said. Um, Donovan Peoples-Jones, who's a a good red zone friend. They've got some weapons around, and obviously Nick Chubb um, in the backfield. So, yeah, I'm really excited for uh, for this game. um, Yeah, I'll go with with the Browns to to pip uh, the Bengals in a a bit of a shootout in, in Cleveland. Paul Brown Stadium, it could easily be. Oh no, it's not Paul Brown Stadium. Bengals Stadium is the Paul Brown Stadium. And Brown Stadium is the is the uh, shit's field. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh Jags Colts. We'll move on to you, Adam. Um a Colts team that is going to be lacking a certain big name running back with Jonathan Taylor not going to be playing um for the first four games on the pup list, nor will he maybe return for the rest of the season. That is still all up in the air. And a Jags team for a lot of people. I've got some high hopes for this year, really high hopes, me included. Yeah, it's um, it's tough, isn't it? If you've got Jonathan Taylor on your fantasy team, I mean, you wouldn't want that to, to be the Not case if you've got Dion Jackson in the late rounds in every draft, baby. I knew it was coming. <laughs> you hold out, JT. Don't go, don't go back. You're worth Just so Just wait till he gets man. traded. It's fine. It'll be all right. Yeah, <laughs> to a committee. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> This is the fixture, isn't it? Where the other, the away team always wins. Is that right? It, it's no yeah, matter yeah. when they play, it's always the, it goes the other way. Um, you'd be shocked if the Jags didn't win this, to be honest. The Colts, the Colts have been that team, haven't they? That we've always come out and said year after year, oh, they've got a really good defense and they've got a few decent pieces and they've got a solid, um, you know, like veteran quarterback, it should all work and it never does. Um, so the defense is getting older. Um, there's nothing spectacular on the offense now that you've taken Jonathan Taylor out. Um, yeah, I mean, it's really, it's just going to be wanting to watch Anthony Richardson and see what he can do. It is basically what the Colts are going to be really for the whole year, to be honest. And, uh, I think they're going to struggle against the Jaguars team where there is a lot of hype around them this year. Um, I think there's probably a little bit too much hype around them personally, but um, I think they've got a really good good chance of, of winning and, and especially this game, winning this one pretty easily, I would have thought. As much as I miss him a lot being on this podcast, and it's not that I'm saying he doesn't know anything because you should watch him on the bench or on the fantasy show because he is very good at that. But I'm quite pleased I don't get to hear Andrew yet again say how amazing the Colts receiving core is because year <laughs> on year, his big thing is, and they've got a veteran quarterback and a great defence and their receiving core is really good, headed up by Michael Pittman. And every year I say that is boulder dash. The wide receivers are not good at the Colts. They've not had a good wide receiver for ages. Pittman's decent at times. But it is not a, a great, you know, he's like, oh, and Paris Campbell. Well, full enough, Paris Campbell's now in the Giants, and we'll see how that works out for Andrew there. Not to dig at Andrew at all, because he's also always welcome on this podcast, but it is rather refreshing not having to hear all about that. It is, it's the anti Richardson factor, isn't it, this year? He's he's going to be what people want to see, and I think he's going to be a raw, raw talent, um, which could mean complete excitement and craziness at times and very much inconsistency, but that makes 
sort of makes some NFL games the, sort of the riveting ones to watch. Um, back onto Sky, and we have got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going north all the way to the cold Minnesota Vikings, obviously playing sides. And it's it's still the summer season, so it's not too cold in Minnesota just yet. Um, this could be an early test for the Vikings, I suppose. And again, question marks with the books with Baker Mayfield, uh, an aging squad at times. It feels like Chris Godwin and Mike Evans have been forgotten about in the hype train towards NFL season. I can see this one going. I'm just so pleased. I thought you were going to give me Cardinals and Commanders. <laughs> Started panicking before you asked. Um, <laughs> I think for the Vikings, they're kind of getting a bit of a different disrespect. I mean, even me at the beginning saying, you know, Lions are the favourites. I think, yes, they won 11 games, 11 and 0 last year and one score games or, some, or something like that yeah. with the Vikings. And nine, course, nine and 0. I think it was not nine and 0, uh, which, which is a record apparently as well. Unprecedented stuff, right? So I think, every, of mm. course, they're not going to get to 13 wins again. But it's a playoff team, right? When, you, when you're adding Addison on the other side of uh, Jefferson, Hawkinson, we saw the report, he's built up with Kirk Cousins. And I think people like love to talk about defensive players in contract years and then making an impact. I mean, Cousins, is he's even alluded to, he's fighting for his uh, NFL career as a starter, right? He's got a lot to prove this season. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, as much as I tried my best to hype up the Buccaneers when we did our preview and, you know, said about Baker Mayfield, you know, I, I don't, I'm more down on them in recent weeks because I've heard, you know, there was rumours about Mike Evans potentially being traded, they're open to maybe getting rid of Godwin as well if they're not performing. They don't point to, to good signs when you're already saying that. Whether they're I'm trying to say, Sky, but you bent the truth a little bit on a previous podcast. Did you did you clickbait? Is that what you did? Maybe. Hey, they, <laughs> they still got four or five guys who were the, you know, the point pinpoint of them winning yeah. their Super Bowl on the defence. Um. <clears throat> Levante David being, you know, there are people there who people don't talk about, Shaq Barrett being healthy, but I would still go for the Vikings. Yeah, maybe it'll be like a 10-point win for Minnesota and it'll be close in third quarter, they turn it on. Um, but yeah, Minnesota for me. And intrigued mm -hmm. to see how they get on this season with people doubting them. We move down to uh, New Orleans. And what a riveting game this could be. It could be the Will Levis-Derek Carr Bowl. How exciting will that be? Um, but it probably will be Ryan Tannehill that is starting. But the Tennessee Titans travelling to their, uh, their cross-town rivals, well, regional rivals, I suppose, in the in the um, New Orleans Saints. Um, Johnny, how is this one looking? At, I mean, there's a lot of new faces in the Saints this year. New quarterback, uh, new running back, Kamara. I don't believe he's going to be starting the season. Um, a few guys that they've lost on the defense of the Saints as well. We have uh, very much a, a, a trio of quarterbacks in Tennessee in Malik Willis, Ryan Tannehill, and Will Levis, who uh, it's fair to say everyone's a little unsure on all three. Um, you know, is the mayonnaise master going to be leading the charge here? <laughs> I, I, um, I don't know what please, that was. please that's tell so me that's not, that's going to be a whole season thing. <laughs> <laughs> Back once again with the mayonnaise master. <laughs> well, I am. Um, I don't know about that. <clears throat> Excuse me, my voice is suddenly going because it's preparing itself to talk up about the Titans. But um, I've heard is so. Will Levis is is actually the the third string quarterback. So Malik Willis is no, is he? Because that just screams alarm bells already. But I don't know. There's obviously the Titans are going through, you know, a, a bit of a reset sort of period. They've not quite got rid of the, the the whole of the old guard. They've hired a new general manager in Ron Carthen, who has obviously pushed on a few of the, uh, you know, older players. And 
to an extent, they, they've been replaced, but, that, you know, they're trying to rebuild that offensive line. They lost a few players on, on defence as well. Um, I think this, yeah, like I've said, I think it's a, a bit of a reset year. It wouldn't surprise me if, you know, I fully expect the Saints to win this game, you know, what is going to come on to. I think Derek Carr, change of scenery, could, could really do him the world of good. He's got some great weapons with uh, Chris Olave. Hopefully Michael Thomas can come back as well. Uh, you mentioned, you know, new running backs, um, Kendry Miller, the, the 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 rookie looks an exciting prospect. We know how well uh, Jamal Williams was last year. So, and you know, and the New Orleans de- defense is always you know one of the stronger parts, um, um, you know, strong part of their team. So, uh, you know, I'm ex- and it's a tough place to go to New Orleans. I'm expecting the, the the Saints to win, um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see what the Titans <clears throat> are looking like because you know the Jaguars have overtaken them as the front runner in the. Sorry, my voice is completely going. I don't You're know put on the pop list, mate. You're out for four weeks. <laughs> Adam's traded in. That's it. You're out. That's it. Out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the, the, the Titans obviously lost the, the 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 AFC South to the Jaguars last last year. I think that's going to be the trend from 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 now on, and I think it's all about just resetting and rebuilding this team. Um, to, you know, hopefully getting back to to, to being a you know, being able to compete with the Jaguars. So it wouldn't surprise me if this is the year that players like Derek Henry and Ryan Tannehill um, move on. Um, but yeah, let's let's hope that the, you know, Mike Vrabel's always, you know, a coach who can get the best out of his players. I'm sure they'll be competitive, um, but maybe, you know, the quality is, is just, um, is just lacking or they're just, you know, a work in progress uh, to hopefully be a, a stronger team perhaps next year. I think they'll certainly win games that we are surprised by because they do have that grit and determination. Like Vrabel does bring that out of his players, but it can just be, it can be difficult games against the Titans for sure and going there as well. But it's just, I just scratch my head about the talent on this team. Derek Carlsley, fantastic, but we've not really seen a full season from him in a while. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's a tough one to decide really for the Titans, what they're going to be, what their next move is going to be. Well, the poison chalice had to be drank at some point. And Adam is going to take a long, deep sip on the Arizona Cardinals going to the Washington Commanders. Um, no Kyler Murray. Um, a start for Sam. I believe Sam Howell will be starting. Yep, Sam Howell starting. Um, yeah, I don't... Well, outside of Terry McLaurin, is it Marquise Brown? That's the only fantasy. James Connor. I mean, that's the only reason people are going to be sort of watching this game, right? Well, I mean, there is one of the most exciting second-year wide receivers at Washington who will probably, I reckon, have a better season than your beloved Jahan Dotson and Jahan Dotson. Um, but yeah, there's there's a little bit there. It's not an exciting game. I mean, I you know, I don't want to go full betting on you, but the over/under is 38 mm. and is the lowest of the week. Um, it's it's not looking great. Uh, the Cardinals are going for the number one pick, aren't they? That's that's basically what they're doing, and uh, they're Don't doing say it quite the T word around these two. The T, the T word. They, they get very riled up about that. Do they two. get riled up by tanking? Oh, that's a shame because yeah. the Cardinals are doing it incredibly well. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, they is it Isaiah Simmons? I think it was went to the Giants for like nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah, players are just going and they're just on a full uh, fire sale. 
is basically what they're doing to save money for when they're actually going to be <laughs> worth spending it. Um, so yeah, there's there's not a lot that's going to come from the Cardinals this year. It's quietly optimistic for the Commanders. I think they're do okay, but I think they're probably still going to come last in their division. Uh, Sam Howe is a little bit underrated because we haven't really seen that much of him, but he had a really good college career. So I think he'll be interesting uh, to watch. And I think the commanders will win this one relatively easily because really you just got to hope that your team is playing against Arizona this year because at least then you'll get one win, won't you? So um, that's that's something. But yeah, I, I think the commanders will take it pretty pretty simply in this one. Yeah, I think it will be uh, uh, not a high-scoring um, game, but it will probably be down to defense of Washington being very good, um, and then uh, you know they're not going to be tintillating offenses or anything like that. Um, as we move into the nine at twenty-five games, the later games on the Sunday night, make sure you check out our recent interview with Makai Blackman of the Vikings. Um, Minnesota Vikings uh, corner, newly drafted this year. Gareth interviewed him. It is on all of our social media channels on YouTube. Make sure you check the full interview there. I also have an interview with Ben Isaac. Ben Ben Isaacs. Ben Isaacs, um, uh, the a acclaimed sports journalist who has just published a new book, The American Football Revolution: How Britain Fell in Love with the NFL. You may have heard his voice on the Nat Coombs show. That is coming to you very soon. Make sure you check that out as well. And check out his book. If you do purchase it, go to Amazon to review it. Is it that boosts up the notoriety and uh, the exposure that the books get? Um, so make sure you go and check them out as soon as they're released. And the Mackay Blackman, especially, Gareth did a fantastic job there, as he has done all season, all off season long with these interviews. Um, let's go to nine twenty five games, and we'll circle. Do I do, do I push this? Do I go backwards now? Do I double dip on Adam? Because. <laughs> I'm going to do that. I'm going to. I'm going to be kind to him because he's made an unexpected view. I'd rather you didn't double dip on me if that's like. So what? Again. What game is it? It's uh, back once again with the mayonnaise master. Double dip him. Um, Packers going to oh, the Chicago Bears nine twenty five game. Uh, we'll go back to Adam for this. Seems it is his team. Um, I mean, are you excited to see Jordan Love out there? First proper full season under Jordan Love, but not his first full competitive game because he has played them before. Um, but going up against Andrew's favourite quarterback in all the land, Justin Fields. Um, this, yeah, this could it, be it, poor game. <laughs> yeah, it, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be an interesting season to see how he does. Um, everything that has come out regarding the off season has been very much he'll go on a, a drive and it'll all be great and he'll hit everyone perfectly. And then the next time it completely balls it up. So, you know, these, these are kind of the two options and where it could go for the, really for the whole season, to be honest. Um, I think the Packers defense has the potential to be pretty solid. Um, but it depends if they stop this ridiculous coaching that they were doing last year, where they were like about, 10 yards off of the opposition offense. So everyone could just get up there. You're like three and two, and then it was all over. So it's like, if they can stop that, that would be lovely. Um, but yeah, I mean, they've, they've got plenty of young weapons there that are exciting, that can do do what they need to do. Um, this game is going to be tough. I mean, it, it's a, I think it's going to be very close, actually, this game. Um, 
and it's probably not the ideal one for Jordan Love to have as his first one for the season. Going away to Chicago is is a tough one. Um, not necessarily because I think the Bears are going to be amazing this year, just purely because of the atmosphere that you're going to get mm. from it could be tough for him. Uh, you'd expect Justin Fields to progress from last year. Um, you know, he's got some weapons around him now that are a little bit a higher standard than what they were before. I still think the defense isn't up to the uh, isn't up to the right quality for them to be able to do anything great this year. But at the same time, I, I think that that it will be it will be a close game. And you'll notice that I haven't picked anyone. (laughs) (laughs) Ever the partisan, even though a packer. We'll move on to Johnny to talk to us about the Las Vegas Raiders travelling to the Denver Broncos. Um, It's got to be better than last year for Denver. (laughs) That's pretty pretty much what everyone's anticipating. I don't think anyone's watching the Raiders for this game. I think they're looking at like, come on, Russell, you you can do it. Yeah, hundred percent. I think. Um, oh, sorry. Was, it, no, I was just saying. Let's ride. I was just. I just every time I hear Russell, <laughs> let's I have to ride. Let's ride. Broncos country. Let's ride. Broncos country. Let's ride. Yeah, I mean, I was. I mean, I was probably the the most negative out of us on the Broncos just because of how bad they were last year. But let's not take anything away from the you know the good vibes that I think Sean Payton has has brought. Um, yeah, hoping for a big rebound year from uh, from Russell Wilson. Um, you know, he's going to need plenty of help, and you know, fortunately they've they've tried to build around him, um, revitalise offensive line. I'm not sure how how that'll get on, but yeah, it looks um, you know a lot stronger. We know how good the the the, the defense is um, from last year. They were able to stay in games, um, and it was you know their offensive issues which which ultimately cost them. So better coaching, better offensive play. And I think, you know, the Broncos will be all right. I was also positive on the Raiders. I think they're in a, a lot better shape than they were last year. Um, obviously, you know, there's still a lot of issues around Josh McDaniels and it's very hard to get excited about, you know, his potential. But I, I think, the you know, the Raiders um, could potentially be on something, but I, I can't bet against the, uh, the Broncos a, a mile high. Um, yeah, I think they have shown that they've improved and the one area that they needed to, you know, specifically improve on, I think they have made en- enough adjustments um, to sort of rectify those. So hopefully Russell Wilson can get back to back, back to his best. Sean Payton's the best person um, to, you know, hopefully, um, you know, get him over that this sort of bump of a year. Um, and yeah, I'm sure that they can, they can start off with a bang. Um, and get a win over their divisional rivals. We'll go back to Sky with a big game in Los Angeles. The Miami Dolphins go to the LA Chargers. Um, it's Twitter's favourite quarterback. Is it these sort of games that Justin Herbert needs to win to make sure that he's better than Jalen Hurts? Yeah, I mean, like I said, he's a better pass with the ball anyway. The touch and velocity he has on his throws is just that it's, it's his win-loss record that people holding against him. Like you said, he's probably the, the most, I think you, I don't know if you used a Marmite analogy, but I feel like he is getting to love or hate in terms of people either overhype him or um, undervalue him. But I like the charges in this one, you know, I'm probably one of the few people and it, and it's not a Patriots rivals thing because I've talked up the bills and the jets. I'm just not as sold on 
the Dolphins as most people um, seem to be. I know they got Tyreek Hill and and Waddle, but I think they really it would if they'd got Jonathan Taylor, I would have a completely different um, opinion. But I'm just not sold on on their run game, and I think as I alluded to earlier with the Ravens and the injury problems, the Chargers were banged up heavily last year, still got into the playoffs. If they're healthy with the receiving core that they've got and Austin Eckler, I think they can blow a lot of teams away this season. And I mean, in terms of, you know, I don't know what the over-under is on this one, but I'm sure a lot of people will be predicting a very, very high-scoring game, um, which I think we'll see. Could be a, a great 9.30 shootout. But yeah, I'm going with uh, Herbert out-dueling um, my mate Tua. When really Mark <laughs> Herbert's my mate. <laughs> yeah, I think as a, this could really be a, a, an explosive game. It's the recency bias that we all think about the Chargers not being a great team. But, you know, like I said, they were very injury in last year, still got to the playoffs. Yes, they haven't maybe won the, the big games and looked risky a little bit in the games that have, have come close. Um, but this is a season for them to sort of prove that they are a top tier team. And win the division. Um, and, and win the division as well. Yeah. Well, don't know about that one yet. We'll see about the Kansas City Chiefs um, or let, or Broncos Country. Let's ride. Um, <laughs> let's go back to Adam. Um, he's going to either really upset Sky or Sky's going to be completely happy with it. <laughs> the Eagles going to the New England Patriots. Um, it's a tough start to the season with the Patriots if we get the Eagles of last season, right? Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine that you're not going to get the Eagles of last season. The The only real benefit you're gaining from this game is that it is week one. You know, that is literally the only benefit that you're getting from it. Uh, I I can't I can't see anything other than an Eagles win in, in this game. Um, they've brought pre- pretty much the whole squad back and the ones that they have got rid of, they've replaced with pretty much equal quality, to be honest, at the Eagles. So a lot hasn't changed for them. With the Patriots, there just is a lack of quality. It's probably the nicest way I can put it. Um, It it just feels like, you know, Mac Jones is not going to do anything. He's he's not, you know, it's just not going anywhere. (laughs) He's just not going to do anything. We're all just just wasting our time. It's... (laughs) It's like I, I get that the <laughs> idea. <laughs> I get that the idea is that you know they need to have someone, but they'd be better off. They'd be better off tanking and going and getting a decent uh, quarterback. So they they're not they're not getting anywhere with uh, with Mac Jones. Who's your best wide receiver, Sky? Hey, Hunter well. Henry. No, is it the no. one? Is it is it the one with well, the broken knee, or is it like Bute, there's Tyquan Thornton, uh, Kendrick Bourne still around? You know, I'm just you know that's someone's going to Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, Juju's really leg's going to fall off at any time. That's no good. I mean, like, yeah, no, there's there's nothing there. It's it's going to be all about Ramondre Stevenson and the hoping that that defense can keep it going. I mean, that is literally all it's going to be, and. Against some teams, that'll be enough. But against the Eagles, it won't. I'll, I'll, I'll allow Sky to have a quick rebuttal on this. Yes. Um, Tell him he's wrong. <laughs> I feel like, like Adam said at the beginning, it's week one. This is the only reason I have any confidence. If it was week two, I'd be saying Eagles blowout. I'm not that deluded. I've, but I think Tom Brady's coming back, right? He's going to be there. We're going to honour him. 
It's going to be like, you know, Belichick's there, Palpatine's on the sideline, Darth Vader's walking in, and Matt Jones is going <laughs> to morph into Luke Skywalker. He's going to have an amazing game. Secondary, Christian Gonzalez, Jonathan Jones, going to shut down Brown and Smith. Easy peasy. Top five defense on paper, you could argue. And a week one upset. There you go. I, I don't I don't think you could argue that. Um, do you what, think what, that this what, is Belichick's top five? Yeah, I don't think it's top it's five definitely top ten. All, uh, definitely top ten. Well, now you've just given me an extra five places. So, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll allow <laughs> that. Two teams <laughs> but right. do, do you think this is it? Is this the last year for Belichick? Because no, that that's annoying. You, or do you just think he's just going to go on forever? And I know Freddie joked about clickbait with me earlier. I've seen about fifteen people saying Belichick on the hot seat. I mean, that's I think that's ridiculous. Like, yeah, I think I was one of them. So you know. I think Johnny might be even throwing it in there as well. But you weren't the two <laughs> I was talking about. But no, I've just I think there's too much respect there between him and Robert Kraft and. He obviously made a mistake last year by not having an offensive coordinator. And I agree with you. I'm not sold on Matt Jones. I'm I'm not that silly. I mean, I only got his jersey because it was 30 quid on sale. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but I, I think, think that tells you a lot. Yeah. But to be, yeah, to be fair with it, I had to get his, you know, it was like a red one. I had to custom it. So I'll get Jones, put some faith in him. But no, the defence is strong and Belichick has got a offensive coordinator in finally i mean you'd think the greatest head coach of all time wouldn't be that stupid to not you know to hand defensive duties to two defensive guys last year um but no i don't think it's his last season i think uh, and and annoyingly i know i don't like to say tanking it'd be great if we could tank and get a top quarterback but the defense is too good for that to for that to happen probably will be another a middle season of seven eight wins We'll swiftly move this on back to Johnny uh, to talk about, uh, well, yeah, sorry, uh, LA Rams against the Seattle Seahawks in Seattle. Um, what are we going to see from the Rams? I think, you know, Cooper Cup, Matt Stafford back. It's been a bit quiet in LA this year. You know, it's not like when we had hard knocks with them and everyone knew what was going on. And, and then you've got a Seahawks team who have, Drafted Jackson Smith and Jigba, played a lot better than people ever expected last year. I mean, could this be like secretly one of the bigger games of this weekend in a way? Um, I, I can't get excited about the Rams, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> I think, well, it all comes down to injuries. That's what you know happened last year. We saw Stafford's injury, Cup's injury, completely, you know, transform the Rams from the Super Bowl winning team into. <laughs> team scraping to get you know a, a few wins by the end of the the end of the summer. And we know that you know Cup's still got his injury issues. He's still nursing a, a hamstring injury, which um, I think he's he's seen a specialist about, which could lead to him missing week one. Um, and you know there's there's little proof yet. I'm sure that you know I think it's going to be a good season for someone like Van Jefferson coming in. There's a lot of um, expectation on some of the rookies. Um, is it NQA who um, you know one of the, the the rookies who I'm hearing a lot about in some of my fantasy leagues. Um, people are expecting a lot from him, but we just we just don't know a, a lot about these you know players who've been taken in the the later rounds of the the draft who are expected to come in and, uh, and make a big impact. So um, you know if Stafford's you know misses time. Again, we've got uh, you know fourth round rookie, fourth fifth round rookie in, in, in Stetson Bennett coming in. Um, 
there's 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 just nothing um we can sort of go off at this stage we may be proven wrong you know it's, it's week one of a new season um there could you know be a couple of uh, standouts who we, we we've already you know put their um you know circled the names to, to to look out for in the coming weeks but i think with the the seahawks continuing to get better having built around and committed to um to gino smith um, they're, they're ready to build on what was you know a really positive surprise uh, last year and yeah I think their reinforcements have have um have shown that they can be really competitive in the 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 NFC West so um yeah I'm excited about the Seahawks unfortunately not about the the Rams so um I'm not sure what the the, the spread is in this game but um I can see the the Seahawks winning by um you know at least five uh ten points yeah, I think it's going to go the Seahawks way all day long. We go back to Sky. We go on to Sunday night to Monday morning, 20 past one in the morning. If you're a fan of either of the teams, make sure you book Monday off because it's going to be a long day if you haven't. And that is a, a rivalry as old as time, I suppose, with the Dallas Cowboys travelling to the MetLife to face the New York football giants. Uh, I feel like fireworks may happen in this game. Yeah, I'm glad you came to me because you know who I'm going to hype up, don't you? And Andrew's going to be fuming. <laughs> How about that? Have, have you got your tiny Romo jersey with you? You know, no, the Revis one's oh. next. Me, the, the Romo one's on on the Romo shrine in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, the, when I've looked at this is a game I've actually looked at because you know when when I started talk about the Cowboys too much. I need to find things to try and justify it. We're talking them up. Their projected starters uh, for this season, 15 of 22 played in week three last year and 18 of 22 played on Thanksgiving. So I think it's a good sign when you, you know, people talk about the continuity and having the same people on the roster and they've gone and got Brandon Cooks as well to add to that. I think Prescott needs that, right? I have no idea what you just said. I gave him Adam going like, I don't know what the maths is here. I don't, I don't know what the what, as in mean? as in the starting the eleven for yeah. offense and defense starting players yeah. the majority yeah. of their starters for week three through to Thanksgiving like okay. each time they've they've kept a so I mean I don't know what eighteen out of twenty two as a percentage is off the top of my head and uh, but you know pretty a high lot. yeah nineties <laughs> no but there's a lot of turnover in the NFL nowadays and people want to talk about you know. Um, the Eagles keeping their pieces together. Like I've said, the Cowboys run the Eagles close last year. Yes, we cannot hide away from Prescott being... They did in the division. Come on, Adam. Come on, you're pulling fate. What, think... what, sorry, what did you watch where you thought the Cowboys had any chance of getting close to the Eagles last year? Prescott's got a question mark. <laughs> the Giants obviously made some moves in the offseason and I'm admittedly a bit harsh on them because they, they they look good and they've got some X-Factor players now. I think a one-score game either way. I'd probably go like 21-17 either way. I'm going to lean towards the Cowboys, but I wouldn't be shocked if the Giants won. So, yeah, one-score game. And seems as he is our special guest on today, won't be on every week. I will give Adam another opportunity to rinse another team uh, within here, which I don't think he's going to rinse this team, and because it's obviously about his former quarterback as well. Um, this is the Monday night into Tuesday morning game at quarter past one. Again, Johnny, I hope you booked off the Tuesday. I hope you'll be staying up for it. Um, and that is the Buffalo Bills traveling to the New York Jets. Um, I said about f- fireworks and some of these getting the Cowboys Giants game. I mean, I think th- this is the game of the weekend, in my opinion. Yeah, I think, um, 
<clears throat> I don't know. It, I, I get why you think it's game of the weekend. I think the two defences are going to have a good battle out here. Whereas for, for me, I'd go more Dolphins Chargers personally. But that's because you know I'm all about the offence. So. I'm all about um, the defence, baby. Sure um, Give it to me. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think... Personally, I think the Bills will probably win this game. I think, as we've said a few times, actually, week one, I think, is a big positive here for the Bills. The Jets have got a horrible first six games, really is a horrible first six games. And they have to go three and three if they've got a chance of winning this division. Um, And I think, as you've seen, and it's difficult because obviously hard knocks, they show you what they want to show you and all that kind of stuff. But I think with with the Jets, you you can see that they they are starting to build a rapport with Rodgers and the rest of the team. At the same time, it's not at 100% and it's not going to be 100% until you're a few weeks into the season, I think. So that is something that is could potentially cause the downfall for them in this specific game. Um, but they look good and they look like they're a playoff team. They, they, they need to be thinking to win it. They really do. And I know that it sounds a bit hyperbolic, but if you're going to draft, uh, not draft, if you're going to trade for a quarterback like that, you have to be looking to win it. That's how it works. So I think now they will certainly be in the conversation come the end of the season, but it's a very tough AFC as has been for the last few years. Um, the Bills, I just think, I think that Bills offense with, as we've said about continuity and stuff like that, I think they, they just are a little bit more everyone there kind of thing. And, and they're a bit more used to, yeah, being together at the moment. So I do think that's going to cause, uh, cause them to win this game. And then, of course, the other thing with the Jets is just the fact of them actually believing in themselves, you know, because they, mm-hmm. they haven't they haven't had been in this position for many, many years. So obviously they are going to have to do that. And, you know, as wonderful as you watch Hard Knocks and you've got Robert Salah giving it all the speeches and all that, you get that every year in Hard Knocks. They're all the same, these guys. So it's a little bit like, will they actually genuinely believe in themselves? That's that's the one thing. And, um, you know, as long as Rogers plays 65% of the snaps, who cares? <laughs> I'll allow Johnny to rebuttal as well. As you see. Nice guy, so I'll let Johnny as well. Yeah, I think Adam's made some some very fair points. I think, well, someone scared me the other day by saying that the the Jets are going to be the 2023 Broncos from last year. Uh, oh, oh, traded, oh. and I was like, whoa, 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 here we that, go. That hurt, that hurt me. <laughs> well, week one, yeah, I, 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 you know, Adam said it. You know, we 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 have a really difficult start, and it'd be such a bonus if we can get to, to the bye week by uh, week six with. With three wins, you know we've got the Chiefs, um, Jags, and obviously divisional rivals to come. Um, I've been a little bit down on the Bills this year purely because I think their championship window is closing, and there's been a lot of drama with Stefan Diggs. We know Von Miller's out. Um, Josh Allen, you know, obviously as great as he is, did have some issues last year, and I don't know. Obviously, all the attention has been on on New York this year. Um, it's going to be a very close encounter. I obviously, I'm going to say the Jets uh, are going to walk it. That's you know why I'm a fan. I say that every week. Um, but you know, as optimistic as I am, I have to be you know grounded and um, 
yeah, I mean, I, I can't really call it because I, I, I just want, you know, just to see what we're actually like. We know how good the defence is, but, you know, hopefully these these weapons can start uh, and start getting into gear. And, um, yeah, hopefully Rodgers is, is the key to all that. So take flight. Come on, go Jets. J-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Um, Sky, Johnny, Adam, thank you very much for joining me on week one. Thank you, everyone, for watching and listening as well. We have gone slightly over time. We would usually, but we have had to talk about all the games, and this is as many games as there can be in the NFL. So, yeah, it has taken a little bit longer. But thank you for watching. Thank you, guys, for joining me. We'll be coming weekly with our main show, the, uh, the Franchise Tag Fantasy Show and the Franchise Tag Betting Show for all your fantasy betting and NFL needs. We are the one-stop shop for you to watch. Make sure you tell everyone you know. Scream from the rooftops. For all I care, because we need to have a big year and we want to have a big year. We're we're like we're like the Jets, so there's a lot of high expectations on us and we want to perform. We don't want to be like the Broncos of twenty twenty two. That's that's our ethos here. We're all gas, no, all gas, no pedal, baby. That's what we're all about. Um again, thank you very much. We'll see you all again next week.